Welcome back again to another episode of Tale of the Two Percent. It's your man, Mr. Wilson, coming to you live. Uh, you know I got the fellas with me, man. We represent for the two percent of teachers across all education, man. We represent for our culture, our community, man. Why do we do this? Because it's bigger than us. So we got to get our voices out there, man. But uh, you know I couldn't do this by myself. Off of Thanksgiving break, they finally put the plates down. We about to head to the gym. I'm lying. We about to do the show first. Then we gonna get some breakfast. Then we might head. Nah, okay, I'm lying. But let me just get fellas on up in here, man. First and foremost, Mr. Too Cool for School himself. Let's go, Antoine. How you been, boy? What's going on, Tales of the Two Percent? If I was any better, I'd be two people, baby. There he is. There he is, man. Got to bring him on up in here. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Najee El Yeah, what up, boy? What's up? What it do, fellas? Long time. There it is, there it is, there it is. At last but not least, man, my tap twin, my tap brother, America's favorite science teacher. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for your Donnie. Morning, family. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is. There he is. Ladies and there he is, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. That boy Josh Tover come in here. Sharp as a tech. Ready to get in. He said, look, Wilson, I got to get on this show. And I was like, you know what? You're going to come first Sunday before break. And he is. So thank you for joining us, my dear man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you indeed, man. But don't worry, fellas. How y'all break, man? Everybody good? Lonnie, how was your Thanksgiving break, man? Oh, man, it was great. Real smooth, man. Enjoyed family. Enjoyed everyone, man. Good food. Good times. Donnie, did you break your diet? Yeah. Yeah, I broke my diet. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get y'all over to the fat boy side. Stop playing. I need. I need more company over here. All you gym rats. I see Antoine over there drinking his herbal tea. Antoine. Hey, what how was your Thanksgiving break, bro? Hey, you know what? The break was refreshing, brother. You know, kicked it with some family, um, and just remembered. You know, the reason why I'm thankful beyond the day on the calendar man but you know a lot yeah. of people going without but just being thankful all over the board brother so it was good real good good stuff good stuff e man how was the break bro did you do some cooking Najee, what you say brother you e. can't hear you brother your break so e. good you know e, turn your mic on bro my bad yeah he was um, freestyling man, in his yeah yeah, yeah i did i did uh <laughs> I, I smoked some uh uh ribs but um Okay, okay, okay. For everybody ribs. who just who might have just tapped in, he said he smoked rib. He smoked rib. He smoked rib. He smoked ribs. You not know a whole lot of ribs. There you go. There you go. You're not about to get no, the Paul. Yeah. The Paul. Not you about, about to get his call down. The human resources, boy. The pause was purposeful. You know okay. they had to know. Right, that I that I was supposed to be real. But, um, oh also, Lord, we've been on break. We've been on break too long. Come on, Kanye. <laughs> but yeah, but this Thanksgiving was interesting because uh, it's the first year without my parents, man. So you know, we tried to, my family tried to get together oh, and just yeah. you know celebrate and uh, just have a good one. Yeah, blessings. 
Yeah, 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 man. This this was actually my first Thanksgiving without both my parents too. You know, unfortunately, for mm-hmm. physical past, and um, my mom moved out to Texas with my sister, so it was just like me and my brothers here. So we really ain't get together. Um, you know, choosing to celebrate a little bit different this year, man. I I was reading up on you know the history Thanksgiving with Native Americans. Mm-hmm. actually, in certain places, um. Thanksgiving is actually considered a day of mourning for some people. So, you know, it's mo- moving forward. I, I know I want us to, so we're going to do some more volunteering and things like that. And maybe like on Wednesday, you know, we'll do brunch or something like that. But Thursday, that, that whole day of mourning thing is interesting to me. So I keep y'all posted moving forward in my holiday season and all that, man. But uh, glad to have everybody back. Glad we're in the business. Tobert, there he go. Look at that boy there. That boy look good, don't he? <laughs> I'm here. Hey, look, okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we go for it, ladies and gentlemen, for you guys even know, Josh uh, Tolbert used to work at Rex Middle School around the same time with Anna Najee. So he's he's a friend of the show even before we had a show. So, man, he talks highly of you guys all the time. And and, and this has it. been a you long time of getting this man on the show. Josh, can you hear me? Are you in? Are you locked? I'm in. I'm locked. All right. Good stuff. Now, Josh, tell the viewers, how long have you been in education? Uh, this year makes year five, counted as a certified teacher. Um, okay. I did some long-term sub-positions before I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it because... I did not want to be a teacher at all whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah, five. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good stuff, man. Now I, everybody who taps into the show, I got to ask him this question first, man. Do you remember your f- first black male teacher? Like when did you have your first black male teacher? Yes. His name was Mr. David Troford. He was my fifth grade math teacher. Um, we had a very unique experience <laughs> from from what i recall yeah it was very unique um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was unique because i've never had a, a male a black male teacher <laughs> and then teaching science i mean teaching math it was kind of like his expectation was mm-hmm. like you're going to get this so it was just kind of like okay but yeah I do remember him. He was the first yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good stuff, man. What? What? What did? Uh. uh what did? How did it feel? What did it make you like? How did someone who looked like you teaching? Honestly, it was refreshing because from grade, you know, K until five, all of my teachers were women. Um. There were yeah. some yeah. sprinkled black women in there, but the majority of them were white women that were teaching me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. The, representation is important, man. And when I think about it, oh my gosh, I, it's, it's gonna probably be uh, something of a controversial statement. Yeah, I, when I think about it, they always tried to diagnose me with ADHD. 
Oh, they do. They do that little black wall. And do that. nothing was wrong with me. I was just boring. And <laughs> I had completed the work. And so that's when they had me tested for um, the gifted program. And that's when they realized, like, oh, he's just bored with the work. He needed something a little bit more advanced. So, yeah. Mm. Luckily, I had yeah. a parent yeah, who bro. was like, that's no, a whole show. <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen me. That's a whole show topic right now. Yeah, that is a whole show topic. But I appreciate you tapping <laughs> in today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and get on with the rest of the show, man. It's going to be a fantastic one. I am before we end, man. Remember, it's over at Crux Media Group, man. Again, that's Crux Media Group. Make sure you in, email them at info at Crux media group they can show you everything from getting your podcast started to getting it monetized again that's make sure you contact people at crux media group to get your voice and your podcast heard that is crux media we are at the heart the crux of podcasts would like to get in on the show make sure you like subscribe share five star rate follow us on our social media man at mr top on twitter at tales of the two percent podcast make sure you spell that all out on instagram join the conversation on our facebook group at tales of the two percent podcast if you're out of the conversation and leave us at teachers lounge confessions email the show at totp podcast at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 470-765-866 Eight, eight, man. There is across the bottom. Y'all make sure y'all tap into that. All right, fellas. We bring back a favorite for the warm-up. And again, guys, for those of you joining us for the first time, our show is set up just like a lesson plan. Teachers and Josh is in the gifted program. So that's how we operate. Uh, we have our warm-up. We have a guy <laughs> to practice. Uh, uh, excuse me. We have our warm-up. We have our learning objectives. We got our phenomenon, guiding question, academic discussion. We got data digs because Najee's, you know, TDS and they like to talk data. We got data digs. We got the teacher's down confessions. A little SEL at the end of the day. Then the ticket out the door, man. But we are going to get after it with a warm-up. Warm-ups. And, and we are bringing it back specifically, Najee, because, again, it's November 27th. And I still get haunted about that dog on three Steve's questions. So, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, five second rule is upon us. Let's get into that one. Let's get this music started. Let's have some fun with this day, man. We about to head back in the break with a smile. So, uh, Najee, just because it has become a running joke and a fan favorite, you're up first. All Name. Right. I'm sorry, I didn't catch the end of that question. <laughs> Not Najee. Najee, stop playing. Name three Steve seconds. Got like two seconds right now. Steve Harvest, Steve Kerr, Steve Smith. Ooh. And Steve, Steve Smith. Najee with, with the win. Win, win. Just whipped it all out. Like, okay. The man is quick, draw McGraw. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Urkel is a real. I'm not even gonna argue on that one. <laughs> all right. Uh, Josh, you are arguing. I want you to name three cereals. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, Peanut Butter Crunch, and Apple Jacks. Okay. Apple Jacks. Okay. I'm a, I'm a fan of Apple Jacks. I'm a fan of Apple Jacks. I'll let you slide on that Peanut Butter Crunch. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Daddy. Yo, 
Danny, my boy. You ready? Yeah. Danny, I want you to name three little Debbie snacks. Oh man. Um zebra cakes, the crunch cakes, and mm-hmm. the uh Twinkies. Danny. No. Danny, did you? I don't think Twinkies is little Debbie, bro. Yeah, Twinkies bro. host this. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, that's their little cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, yeah, I love me some Twinkies. Little cousin, love me some Twinkies. That's a hostess. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's, that's Debbie. That's Debbie. Third, third cousin, twice removed hostess. That hostess. <laughs> Antoine, Let's my boy, you ready? Bring it to me. Let's go. Antoine, name name three types of cookies. Oh, we got Oreos. We got Chips Ahoy, and we got uh, ooh, uh, Oatmeal Raisin. Can I skate with that? Oatmeal Raisin. Contrary to popular belief, ladies and gentlemen, Oatmeal Raisin is my favorite cookie right there. You can't go wrong with some Oatmeal Raisin. At all. It'll save all right, man. We're going to go into round two. We're going we gonna to make this one a little difficult, a little, little strange, a little, little, little tougher, because we're all teachers. We're all intelligent black men here. Let's go. So, um, Josh, I'm throwing this to you first, bro. All right, Mr. Tolbert, I want you to name three of Santa's reindeer. <laughs> uh, Rudolph, Comet, Blitzit, Donnie, Bobby, Ricky, and okay, Mike. Okay, we're going to take it that you have to say Blitzit. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was about to say Sleepy Doc, Snowy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm right, like, oh, right, what is it? <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Najee, I got one for you, bro. I got I'll one for you. This was a little difficult now, so I want you to think. All right. all right. Give me three Christmas movies. Home Alone 1. <laughs> Home Alone 2. <laughs> and the bridge. <laughs> for real. Man. All right, all right, all right. Uh, who, who am I missing? I got that, got that, that. Who ain't going here? Josh went, Najee went. Antoine, you bro. Let's go. All right, Antoine, I want you to name three Christmas carols or Christmas songs. Um, let's see, let's see. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Is that the name of the song? Right, right. That's it. That's right. Okay, okay. Got you. And one more. Let's see. Um, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. There it is. There it is. Yeah, there, there we it go. Is. There we go. In there. Bruh, there we go. How did you not say Silent Night by the Temptation? I was <laughs> you know it's Christmas in the Black House when that come on. Bruh, that's all I wait for sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's that's my what. That's my what. All right, we made it through run. Round two, let's get to round three. Be real tough on this one. All right, Donnie, you first up, brother. I want you to name three states that start with the letter C. Oh man, uh, California, Colorado, and Connecticut. There you go. There it is. Donnie made it through. All right, we're gonna go rapid fire with this one. Josh, I want you to name three states that start with the letter A. Alabama, 
Arizona, and Arkansas. Okay, we in there. We in there. Najee, we gonna rapid fire on this one, brother. I want you to name three elements. Hydrogen, helium, oxygen. Yes, sir. Okay, listen, there ain't no stumping these, ain't no stumping these guys. All right, Antoine. Hey, 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 hey. I'm letting y'all keep putting y'all SAT scores. I'm trying to flex your SAT scores. Antoine, 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 I want you to name three orders of operations. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that girl. Uh, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Okay, we got uh, parentheses, exponents and addition there it is there it is there it is ain't yeah, no stuff for these yeah. guys ain't no stuff for these guys man ain't, ain't, ain't no of my son being in fifth guys. grade <laughs> <laughs> you have to teach them operations listen to me they got uh, they in sixth grade that don't know these operations but again <laughs> you're not gonna Look, get that. mr tober uh, like oh, no they don't they uh, 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 don't say it's not slow uh, 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 good lord uh, almighty <laughs> All right, we cook around, man. We got we got one more for the warm up. Then we gonna jump off of it, and leave it be, man. All right, Antoine, I want you to name three prepositions. Oh, uh, in, on, around. There it is. There it is. That's the English teacher for you right there. Yeah, Najee, I want you to name three adverbs. Are you gonna do this then morning? Adverbs. No, I'm, I'm gonna stop right now. I'm not gonna dance more. Adverbs. <laughs> to what extent? Quickly. It, 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 no, I, it, I, 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 uh, it, yeah, quickly. Fast. I, 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 I pass. <laughs> he said he passed. He passed it, bro. <laughs> He said, don't the adverbs end L-Y? Yeah, the adverbs is L-Y. Yeah, I, I know the L-Y. It's just L-Y if it is. I'm passing. I, 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 I don't want to debate on social media about this one. <laughs> okay. So, surprisingly, adverb, we're going to go ahead and end our warm-up for the day, man. Guys, appreciate you on that with man uh donnie man go ahead and give us our announcements and a limited objective for today man due to the upcoming runoff election students and ccps will transition to asynchronous learning on tuesday december 6 2022 please be advised again that schools will be closed on december 6 and students are expected to work asynchronously Today's learning objective. Yes, sir. Go ahead and give us. Here at the 2%, we yes, look sir. to communicate our thoughts and feelings on how black men in education view success inside and outside the classroom. There it is. Man, that is our learning. Let's go ahead and jump into that academic discussion. Our phenomenon is a familiar foe, a familiar friend. It is the teacher keys effectiveness system. Oh, buddy. Buddy. Things I could tell you about my interaction, but let's go ahead and kick the academic discussion off with first. And um, Antoine, I'm gonna throw it to you first, man. How do you value success as an educator? <clears throat> um, you de- uh, for as me, 
when it comes to success is being an educator. It's definitely having my students knowing more when they leave me versus when I receive them the first day of school. Okay. Um, I do understand that, you know, success is measured to the higher ups through certain things like state mandated testing. Um, However, man, when you see certain kids really grow from where they were when you first encounter them to at the end of the year, it might not measure to what they wanted, but from my success point, I can say they grew from point A to point B. Okay. Good stuff, man. That that's true. That's true. I think we often overlook the, 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 the small growth trying to get that big leaps and bounds with all these testing. You right. You right about that. All right. Uh, Najee, you, you, again, you have the unique insight of being on both sides of a lot of different things with you being a TDS now, with you being a former classroom teacher. How do you value success as an educator or to, for you, Najee, how, how, how do you value success when you step into somebody's classroom? Um, for me, it's all about relationship. Um, so if, if you if I walk into a classroom and I just see that the relationships of the student and teacher is present, um, I could tell that learning takes place because we always say this and, and it's a common thing in education is that if the kids like you, if the students like you, they're going to learn from you. And mm-hmm. I'm looking for that classroom culture. Um, that's first and foremost, mm-hmm. because that classroom culture tells me a lot of what a successful classroom, what successful teaching um, all entails. And once teachers grab and, and take hold of that, then they'll start seeing that, okay, I need to start with a classroom culture first, and then I can hook them with uh, the skills that I want them to learn. Good stuff. That, okay. And for those of you guys who are listening, culture is very big. Classroom culture that tells you if you got rituals and routines in place, tells you if you've got those relationships in place. It's almost you can when you cross to when you cross to a classroom, whether or not that culture is in place. So that's real. That's also real big, real important. All right, Josh, let me kick this to you, man. How do you value success as an educator? Um, just like E, like my rapport with students is the thing that I value as being successful. Um, when mm-hmm. students are able to be themselves around me, um, I've noticed that they are like a sponge. They'll start soaking in the information because they're comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. And I yeah. have this thing where I like, uh, I call it retention, but not students being retained, but they come back to me. They'll say, oh, Mr. Toby, mm-hmm. remember when you taught me this in this yeah. grade? Like, when I was, you know, I'm in high school yeah. now, I know it. Like, I was able to, you know, um, pass the test because you taught me this early on. So, that's that. those are my measurements. Yeah. Yeah, I, see, and I never I never thought about it, about those kids who, who try to come back all the time as being part of the success and things like that. That's that's actually something to look at because you know – Toby, Toby class, for those of you who don't know, Toby's class right next to mine, and I be booting them kids out my room. Like, y'all go ahead and go back to class. It was nice seeing y'all. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, thank, thank you for that, Toby. I'm, I'm going to look at that differently come tomorrow. Um, Donnie, <laughs> man, same thing for you, brother. How do you value success as an educator? Oh, man. Uh, success is, I mean, like the gentleman before me stated, success is, as an educator is such a, it's a multi- faceted term like as a teacher it has so many different you know meetings like you all said before you know it's not just 
grades. It's uh, like Mr. Tolbert stated, it's relationships. Um, like he stated, growth mm-hmm. and abilities. Um, and like he said, culture and atmosphere. You know, if, you know, it might not always be an exam. You know, what if I teach you a skill and at the end of the, the class period when we're wrapping up, I can get you to demonstrate that skill. I, I mean, that's, that's success. Can I yeah. teach you successful conflict resolution skills without it ending and scratching and clawing and fighting? I mean, I mean that's success. I mean, I think we're in such a unique place as educators yeah. where success comes in several different forms. Yeah, 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 that's real. That's real. That's definitely real, man. Appreciate all that, fellas. Success for me in the classroom is 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 exactly everything that you guys said. But for me, also... It's the students trying something that they've never done before. The students thinking outside or thinking differently than they've ever tried, being introduced to something and saying, oh, that's cool. I never thought about it that way. Or what about this? Or asking those questions that they might not get a chance to ask any other place. That's success for me because that lets me know, A, you're engaged, A, you're interested. And hopefully when you leave my class, you'll want to read more or learn more about it so that that's that's the thing for me getting getting those little brains to that spark and get them to working now let's get to the beast in the room gentlemen i want you to give me your first memory of teaks give me your first memory of teaks donnie i already know what you're gonna say so i'm gonna come to you last one more time i'm gonna give you mine first my first memory of teaks being a person who went through the tap the clayton county tap program sweet baby jesus was my first year teaching and i tell you i got nothing but ones for the entire year the entire year and i was like what is this one that i keep getting in all of these different categories standards and all this other type of stuff and i was like dang this system sucks because i know i'm in this piece trying my hardest and yet you're going to come in here and smack a one on my good effort and my best lesson. That's my first memory with Teeks. And Donnie, we, are, we all know who's writing them ones. I'll profoundly say that she's all right with me right now. So shout out to you. Shout out to you, Dr. G. I turn them ones around. But um, <laughs> uh, Najee, man, what was your first memory of Teeks? Honestly, I... I've had I've I've had a few uh funny stories uh that I won't share on here, but uh my very first uh fun <laughs> memory of peaks is uh I honestly I don't know because I had so many people come into my classroom my first year, whether it was my TDS, mm-hmm. whether it was principals, whether it was visitors, because as a first year teacher, I did well and I I, I had a great classroom culture. So everyone was always visiting my class. I didn't know what was what. I was just trying to teach and do my job. So um, honestly, I couldn't decipher. But when I started seeing those numbers, I've never received a one. I will say that. But I have received a couple twos. And um, I'm always pushing myself for, for greatness. So um, I, I was looking for ways to correct them, too. But I but but we know what it was, um, especially being it's in always, the top program back then. It's, all, it's always one in the group. <laughs> See, it's always, always one. one. It's always one in the group. Just, just, just shine. I'm not kidding about your twos. I'm talking about ones here. <laughs> Antoine, man, your first memory of Teeks, bro. Um, my first memory of Teeks um, is basically me 
I'm gonna be honest with you. My first memory is I don't have one. <laughs> it took me about three school years to really figure out. Oh, they they they're measuring me as a teacher. I thought it was just about the kids. And uh, so, uh, so when I went back and looked at the teaks, I'm like, oh, this is my score. Okay, cool. All right. So you said I need to work yeah. on this. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, uh, it's yeah. Really a big reflection piece, man. You just gotta. I always tell myself nobody can critique me harder than I critique myself. And so, anytime I got certain, um, yeah. uh, you know, scores or, or what have you, I always ask myself: Is this true to me as a teacher, or could I do better, or did I do worse? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's how it went for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true that, true that, true that. All right, Josh, let me get, let me get, man. First, first memory of Teeks. Um, much respect to this um, person who was doing my Teeks. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. So, I remember them coming into my room and. I'm teaching, and when people interrupt me when they come to my room, like I know my whole demeanor changed because I'm like, "What you doing? Like, what are you here for?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, totally forgot that I was even getting a get having an observation that day, and like, I'm just looking at him like, "What are you doing? Like, you still sitting here? Like, get what you need to get and go." Like, um, but I do remember looking at that. Uh, the Teeks observation form that after he finished and I received a two on data <clears throat> and I remember going like how did I get a two on data and in the comment was like data wasn't present and I'm thinking to myself like really you gonna give me a two because you don't see data on the board um but after I realized what, what type of uh observer he was I was just like you know what let me just literally throw some numbers up here so he can say oh i see data go on about your business <laughs> like go on <laughs> um yeah. but yeah that was my first um teeks all right all right donnie give, give me the story man and i promise you if you don't say rigor and relevance i'm, I'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut <laughs> you off oh okay 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 so, <laughs> dude so yeah much like a lot of you gentlemen, I came in through the uh, Clayton County TAP program, and amazing program that 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 produces quality educators. Um, mm -hmm. my coach uh, at the time was one that was very adamant on ensuring that you teach quality lessons, and his go-to words were mm -hmm. rigor and relevance. So I'd be doggone every time he came to my room to observe, <laughs> just as sure as day, those words were going to be in there looking for rigor, looking for relevant. Well, I'm looking for a three, so we can't get what we want. <laughs> because when I'm starting out, man, it was like my, my scores, man, were like hotel ratings. You see 1. 1.5, 1. 1.5, 2, 3, 1, 1.5. So, oh, and look, so that, and, and what made it so bad? It 
the person who was in Donnie's evaluations was hanging out with the person who was doing my evaluation. So literally we would pull up our sheets and we'd be looking at them and it would be almost the exact same comments going back and forth all the way down. I said, this make no sense. <laughs> make no sense man Applying all right pressure. so fellas look let's jump to the next question man so yeah 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 so thank y'all for sharing that first memory man so give me this what in reference to you as an educator and again for all of you who listen across you know in multiple states whatever the evaluation system is in your county or your district this is what we're referring to for us in our county and our district we use uh, the teacher keys affecting the system i don't know what it might be in your uh, county or your district but we're referring to whatever the evaluation system is for you as a teacher all right so guys give me this what is your opinion of teaks again this does not reflect the views of clayton county public school system this is just us four five brothers talking about how we view being evaluated as teachers. And I'm gonna go ahead and jump in first. I put my feet to the fire. I think Teeks sucks. I really do, uh, and I'm not ashamed to say that because by kids engaging their success, I think we're looking at the wrong things to gauge success and effectiveness as a teacher. That's like that's really two big different things that you really can't put in a box like i think that's too broad of a definition to really just put them in standards to give them numbers and things like that and i really hate that so much of your teach school and your teach rating is tied into your certificate and your and whether or not people consider you competent to teach because nobody can really tell how effective another teacher is except for another teacher who's in the same thing doing the same thing that you are so that's just that's my straight up and down opinion yes mr think teach is Josh, I know you've been itching for this one. I'm throwing it to you first. <laughs> Let's get it. Um, I agree. I feel like the Teeks um, evaluation system, it actually sucks. Um, for what they are measuring, to me, it's just, it's really surface level. I mean, you're coming in to, the fact that there is a section um to be graded on in reference to your content knowledge is mind blowing to me because it's why would you put me in a position yeah. if you didn't feel that I had the knowledge of my content? So why are we even yeah. um, administering an evaluation on my knowledge of this content? Um, and then the whole yeah. data thing, yeah, that's real. really the the data thing blows my mind since day one it just blows my mind because they always they always say oh uh the students need to know their data the student needs to know their data the student needs to know their data and then you give the students the data and they're looking at it like so what does this mean <laughs> and it's kind of one of those things like uh <laughs> you know you're like uh i don't know they told me yeah. to give it to you you know like so here here you are explaining yeah. to them their data and where they stand and it's been for where we teach as middle school teachers they're not focused on that right now as far as where they stand in the county in the state in the world you know they, they have they have other things that they're trying to navigate through so i just feel like that data piece shouldn't be a part of our evaluation. I, I definitely feel like that one and content knowledge just needs to be stripped out. 
Yeah. That's my two yeah. cents. Right, tap in, man. How do you how do you how, how do you honestly feel about teeks, man? <laughs> hey, I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm echoing a lot of the sentiments that has been said before me. You know, teeks is I guess it has to be some type of measurement to see how well you were doing as a teacher. Um but I would like to see also how administrators are also uh, measured and graded as well. I know they have a different one than we do. And um, I just want to know, you know, how rigorous yeah. is their uh, observations? You know, how 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 are they observed? How are they measured as to far as how well they're doing with their job? Because I think it's a trickle down effect from the top down. And so, you know. Just trying to see, yeah. Am I being held to the same type of standards that my admin is? I um, I want to. That's actually good. That's a that's a, that's a good point. Want to piggyback on that? And Ian, I've had lots of conversations about this, so he Go already ahead, know what I'm about to say. Um, with Teeks, my very first year, I realized that maybe. A lot of por- maybe certain portions of teaks are outdated, and I'm coming from it from a strictly, I guess, logical point of view, I suppose. So, like, teaching is teaching is an art. You, of course, you can get a master's of science in teaching, but however, most of the time you get a a degree that says art. Art is open for interpretation all the time. So. Mm-hmm you're trying to mm. take something that's subjective and turn it into something that's objective. You can give it standards. You can say, okay, for this TEKS platform or evaluation system, we have 10 standards. However, it's a human being that's walking in the room that's got XYZ amount of years teaching the way they wanted to teach to come and assess me on my lesson. Am I proficient or not? How are you removing any bias from this evaluation system. I can have five different administrators walk in my room and observe the same lesson. Will I get five exact scores or I'm going to have one or two different people that might give me a two here or maybe a four here, depending on what they saw. You may, you may try to create a flawless evaluation system. However, don't forget you have a human being that's walking in there to evaluate me at the same time that has their own quote unquote level of expertise or opinion on what they find to be uh, exemplar, proficient, or um, not effective. So, I mean, to answer that question, I have another question. How do you remove any bias from it? How do I know that you're not biased? I don't know that. And then to talk about uh, what Lewis stated, the only difference is even if they do have evaluation systems, we don't get to see that. We don't get right. to see, you know, you're telling me I'm a two at, I don't know, delivering content Probably this kind of way, but how, um, what do you view as, what are your standards for delivering a proficient lesson? So, hey, so Donnie, so basically yeah. what you're saying is, because I like Boy, that, that boy dropped some gems right there, didn't he? Yeah. Ooh, he did. Oh, yeah. That, that was a gem right there. How do I know mm-hmm. your level of expectation and how can we gauge 
if there's any bias. I like that. Yes, sir. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and jump yeah, in. Yeah, I like that. All right, E. Tech, I'm actually jumping on the next question I want to ask you all soon. So go ahead, E. All right, so I, I wanted to just kind of go over the teach real quick. Professional knowledge, instructional planning, instructional strategies, differentiating instruction, assessment strategies, assessment usage, positive learning environment, academic challenging environment, professionalism, communication. All those things seem like uh, those topics just seem so subjective to me um, because and, and I want to leave it here. The reliability of an observation can only be as reliable as the observer. Yes, sir. Ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. Hold up now. It, Hold if now. that observer is rushing to get their teeth singing, is my observation allowed? Is the, uh, is the observer trying to really move me to where I need to? Is the observer really trying to coach me? Does that observer have a coaching endorsement? Because when we give teeth feedback, Right, a yeah. coach should be able to give feedback, effective feedback. Do they have any training on how to give effective feedback? Do they have any endorsements, any certifications? Who are our observers? If our observers are our admin, okay, because then, hmm. then why put so much pressure on three admins, quote unquote, to to observe sixty plus teachers? three six three to six times in the school year is it effective in that approach so we we have to start taking steps back and we start seeing a lot of unethical things happen because of the workload uh we see it happen with teachers because of the amount of workload that's piled on teachers with compliance stuff we see it with admin yeah unethical it happens across the board so is teeks effective absolutely to me now i think absolutely not because to donnie's point it's subjective yeah 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 woo fellas woo come on on now I'll, that that's some really good stuff first and foremost going back to what you said don about it being an art form and it's open to interpretation no two people are going to have the same interpretation about that one lesson even if you prepared it the exact to a T of how it's supposed to be standards in line everything no two people are going to have the same interpretation and then at the same two time at the same time at the time that an admin comes into the room, no admin observes this. It seems like to me, no admin observes the same class. They always come in at uh, different classrooms at different times, different days. So you get different sets of students. Bro, come on now. Come on now. So yeah. that actually brings me to my. And before we explain it, I before we explain it, I, I'm just I just need a simple yes or no for this for this for everybody on the board today. All right. So the question is, do you think black male teachers are evaluated differently? If I, before we jump back to the explanations, everybody just give me a yes or no. Um, Najee, do you think black male teachers are evaluated differently? Yes. Donnie, do you think black male teachers are evaluated differently? Yes. Antoine, same. Yes. Josh, same question. Yes. All right. So we are all in agreement across the middle say yes. And I think it, it it plays into a little bit of expectations more than effectiveness. But I'd give spiel on it. Um Josh, you go ahead and jump in first, man. Why do you think black male teachers are evaluated differently? 
Um, again, the expectations um, for us is I view it as not more so being a teacher, but more so being a um, disciplinarian. Um, I have run across this so many times yeah. to the point it's just like, if you need me as a disciplinarian, then put me as an admin for discipline. Because clearly my skills and my knowledge for the for my content yeah. it's acknowledged but that's not where you need me clearly um so when i'm looking at yeah how yeah. i'm evaluated it's almost kind of like well i you do good here but i need you to have more control in the hallways like when you see kids out in the hallways making noise i need you to say yeah. something but I'm looking at admin going, y'all are, are supposed to be here. Why is the expectation as a black man that I'm just supposed to come in, guns loaded, fists balled up, whips, trying to, like, get everybody in order? Mm. Yeah. Now, that's heavy right there. That, that, like, why is that, that, that my is, that is. Because you don't have that expectation on our counterparts. You, our counterparts, you you view them to come in, supposed to be so intelligent, um, and have the ability to teach our kids. But for me, I'm supposed to come in as a disciplinarian because they see um, a black man, yeah. and I'm supposed to be able to get our kids in control. Yeah, yeah, just total yeah. unfairness that's, that's, of that's, what that's I really real could bring that's to the that's... table. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, Antoine, tap in, bro. Um, well, when it comes to just how we're being evaluated and how we're looked upon, uh, sometimes I even feel like at certain points, the belief system and how effective we are in the classroom is minuscule. Um, sometimes they believe, you know, I've been approached a lot of times, hey, can you head uh, a manhood club? Or hey, can you head? Yeah. Or hey, yeah. can you do something with the boys? How come you don't approach me on an academic level? Hey, can you start a math club? Can you start a writing mm -hmm. journalism club? Can you do something that can tie in realistically to the teaks? But instead, it's it's something different. And because of that, you will uh, I feel like as a two percent black male, we are asked to do things that our counterparts, like Mr. Tober said, are not really expected to, you know, live up to. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I'm gonna tap in real quick. I th think it's definitely unfin because whether or not they say it or not we're expected to do a, a lot of those jobs that they talk about like we got to step in and we got to be the mentor we got to be the disciplinarian we got to be the one that goes and checks on the boy if the kid ain't our team you got to go down there and check on it we got to be the one that it's almost like we're expected to do admin level work without admin level pay or recognition. 
and still somehow manage to teach at the same time. And it's it's a lot. And it's a lot. It it, it is a lot. All right. Um, e, go ahead, bro. Before I, before I keep going. All right. So, um, education is dominated by what by eighty percent women. A little over eighty percent women. Then the rest are men, and then two percent mm-hmm. black men. So you see where we fall in there. So, um, consciously, the home needs a man in it, right? Because the man's supposed to provide safety and security. So, subconsciously, when you when you hire black men in the educational system, you're looking for safety and security. So we're we're not we're not oftentimes, and this is just my hmm. opinion, we're not oftentimes hired for our intellectual abilities. To all of you all's point, we're hired for safety and security because we're dominated by an industry that's dominated by women and the women in the industry, and we're around a lot of kids. So we need safety and security. So why not hire the ones who look like they can provide safety and security? Black men, right? Men in general, but hmm. definitely black men. And then when we're hired in the schools is we're graded on a bias because this is why when you're when you're coaching when you're doing all the things that need to be done in the school to 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 bring i guess accountability to the young men in the building when you're like having clubs for young men or you know lifting tables on the weekends and doing those type of things you're graded on a different scale how do i know this because i did it when i Mm -hmm. when i was at the school when i was coaching all the sports when i was doing everything Man, listen, I didn't have to worry about them mm-hmm. coming to my classroom often because first my classroom was in order. But when I start scaling back on some things and start looking for another move in my career, then you start seeing a different turn start happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he's he's not as active. Let, let's go. And I think it's all subconscious. They don't even know that they're doing this. But to some degree, I think so. So, again, it's all my opinion. But I think that um, black men are hired more hey. so for safety and security. Hey, I appreciate you sharing that opinion. There are several people who would agree with you, sir. The, I, I can tell you that. All right, Donnie, man, go ahead and wrap this on up for us, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with everyone wholeheartedly, especially when you, um, when it was stated that a lot of times we do it as kind of like a um, psychological reflex for uh, comfort and security and authority uh, as opposed to it being your first thoughts to hire for expertise. Um, And I'll I'll just hit you with this one. Growing up as a kid, um, what was the one cultural proverb, what was the one phrase if you got in trouble your mom could say that would scare the life out of you? She'd say, wait till your dad gets home. Wait till I tell your dad. Because you... Hmm. Even us, we're groomed coming up. He, he's gonna drop the hammer. He's gonna he 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 gonna tear me from limb from limb. You know I'm so growing up, right? And taking those exact same you know uh, thoughts and bringing it to the professional setting. You know, looking at us as a means for uh, authority that does create bias off of jump. So if if I may need a little bit more help than someone else okay well look he he not he not strong he can't handle his own or he don't know enough he he not strong enough he doesn't have a strong enough backbone to handle this and that so as opposed to someone else mm-hmm. if i look differently perhaps maybe even if i was a different gender you wouldn't think twice um about providing those supports or being just a tad bit more lenient or providing uh, um, a little bit more grace with certain things 
So yeah, I do believe yeah, it's yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, listen, 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 me, fellas. We're gonna have to jump off this academic discussion, but we've been talking about this almost for a whole hour already. Boy, there's some good stuff right here, man. We're gonna have to come out with a part two for this one. But good stuff with the academic discussion, fellas, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good conversation, a good topic. And guys, before we jump to the next segment, man, make sure remember you go ahead and check out our uh, good folks over at unfiltered check out unfilteredforever.com for the tees tech suits it's hoodie season they got what you need to stay warm and they got it for good prices make sure you check out the good people over at unfilteredforever.com for all of your clothing apparel promo code tails that's t-a-l-e-s at checkout for 15 percent off of your order that is unfiltered there is a science being you now antoine Brother man, I think we got to go to the teacher's lounge because if I'm not mistaken, I might have left my lunchbox in there. <laughs> teacher's lounge confessions. Boy, boy, boy. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This one is called holiday season. Okay. All right. So for 98% of the students at the school where my wife teaches, English is a second language. But that didn't stop them from giving her Christmas cards. Still, their enthusiasm for the occasion sometimes exceeded their grasp of English. Among the many cards that flooded her desk were, Happy birthday, Grandma. Get well soon. And congratulations on passing your driver's test. <laughs> so here's the question to the group, guys. What is the funniest or strangest gift you got from a student or coworker? I'm going to jump in this real quick. I got a gift from somebody that I can tell it was a gift to them and they just gave it to me so they wouldn't have to throw it away. <laughs> I know it was a re-gift. The lady gave me a purple hat and some purple gloves. Come on now. Who I look like you, Prince? <laughs> you gave me a purple hat. I knew it was for her. And to this day, it was like three years ago. It's in my closet at work. It's in my closet, man. <laughs> hey, Donnie, man, what about you, brother? What's the strangest or craziest gift you may have received from a coworker or one of your students? A knife. Oh, a knife. Whoa, 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 stop, stop. Oh, we talking like a what? butter knife, a butcher knife, or a pocket knife? <laughs> It was, it, it was it was a pocket knife. It was a little Boy Scout Swiss Army knife. It had everything you needed. It had, it had the, the, the butter knife. It had the, the knife for cutting, the screwdriver, the flathead. Oh. The and yes, I still have it. <laughs> Mr. Williams, you like fishing. <laughs> Here you go. I'd rather him give it to me than him try to use it on me. So Right, I mean, right. A, a win is a win. A win <laughs> right, is a win. Right, 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 right. Najee, what about you, brother? Craziest, strangest thing you might have received from a coworker or one of your students? Man, um, so my students, uh, they, I used to always play that, uh, that two chain, uh, that part where he's always say, "Pat him up with the hash brown," right? That song, okay. I can't remember the song, but um, man, I came in and I had like five kids went home and told their parents that Mister E likes patty milk with the hash brown. <laughs> I had five patty milks with the hash browns in my room, so I was yes, giving them to the teachers. But I ain't good though. 
I ain't good with that patty melt with nice. the hash brown with the thing. Cause I, used I was to about to say, did you eat them though? Did you eat them all? Yeah, I ate it. Walking out down the street. <laughs> Show you right. Mr. Toba, what you got for us, brother? Uh it was <laughs> uh it was this bracelet one of my kids this year. Didn't even know the girl could talk, y'all. This is That'd me. Be the craziest Let's one. start there. Didn't know that she could talk. And I appreciate the spontaneity. It, she it was wrapped up in this piece of paper. And she just dropped it on my desk and went back to her seat. And I'm like, what in the world is this? And I looked and it was this bracelet, bracelet and it had like the hearts going around it with the bees. And then, but on the side of it, she, <laughs> she gave me an Avon uh, book, booklet, <laughs> like shot with me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she plugged herself. <laughs> When I tell you, I Quick feel like I'm uh, gave me an Avon, an Avon book, like, shop with me, like, buy some stuff and, like, buy it from me, like. Yeah, grandma need, grandma need them points. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's funny. Mr. Wilson, you got to top that one, brother. You got to top that one. Can you top it? Uh, bro, so, wait, 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 wait. Wait, because let me he has, he has that student now. She was my original student. Now he has her. So that's why he left because he knows. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Listen to me. I had a story. I had a story until Tobert told that one. And it made me remember the same student who was on his team is now on my team. And before we left for break, I'm talking about she put her effort into this, bro. I got a nice little blue bag, a little, little blue, clear blue bag mesh bag with a nice little white on it tied up and inside this mesh bag was band-aids <laughs> i have a first aid kit in my room band-aids i will send you to the nurse if you get cut or lacerated she just gave and they weren't even like band-aid brands it's like you went to the dollar store and grandma was like hey baby take these band-aids and she gave them to me it just, uh -huh. it just, it just, it just dropped it off like Toby, like she did with Toby. Just dropped it off my desk and went back to her seat. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. So she a mystery shopper. <laughs> she just go. Oh, hey, sorry. You stealing? She had... No, 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 no. I ain't gonna even say stealing. She hang out with her grandma too much. That's what that is. Wow. Hey man, that's gonna wrap it up. Ain't, no, ain't nobody that young for fashions. Wow. Them band-aids better be on my desk when I get there too. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> oh shoot, man. Antoine, appreciate you, brother. Man, appreciate you for the teachers' lounge confessions, guys. And before we jump to our next segment, guys, please remember to tap in five-star rate, like, and share wherever you are listening to us. Make sure you follow us at Mr. TOTP on Twitter. At Tales of the Two Percent on Instagram, man. Join the conversation in our Facebook group at Tales of the Two Percent Podcast. If you want to be a part of the conversation, leave us a teacher's honest confessions. Email the show at totppodcast at gmail.com, or you can call and leave a voicemail at 470 765 8688. We would love to hear from you, man. Now you get data, sir. All right, let's jump into this data. In an article found on RAND.org titled Measuring Teacher Effectiveness, you find these numbers. The three most widely used measures in the United States are structured classroom observation, 
teacher contribution to student achievement growth and student perception of teacher effectiveness and classroom instructional climate. According to the National Council on Teacher Quality, as of 2019, 44 states require classroom observations, 33 require measures of student achievement growth, and seven require student surveys as components of teacher feedback and evaluation systems. An additional 24 states permit the use of student surveys and teacher evaluation. Question to you fellas, how should teacher effectiveness really be measured? Oh, can I go first? No, go ahead, bro. Go it's ahead. You. Okay. So um, last year I taught in a different state um, outside of Georgia and um, the students had to complete the survey. And the reason why I like for the students to complete the survey, um, because for one, you really get to see um, how students actually feel about you as a teacher and the, the, the content knowledge that you're bringing to them. And which goes back to what we were speaking about earlier when it's that student-teacher rapport. Of course, you're gonna have some students who, you know, don't like you in the moment <clears throat> but what i what i noticed with the student surveys they the students were very honest they have like a comment section where they're you know it's like you know how did you do you feel safe in mr tolbert's room or whatever and you know somebody will mm -hmm. say three and then they ask why did you choose this and so when you you don't see who did it but you do see the comments and from from there on, you kind of like reflect like, okay, maybe I was a too, you know, loose in this area for this particular student. Um, but for me, that's more of a effective way for me to grow as a teacher because I teach these kids all day. Admin, you're not around me all day. So for you to come in and administer this observation, yeah, we all know. I could be solid Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday is kind of like, oh, man, kind of tired. And then they're coming to do yeah. an observation, and you're just kind of looking like, really? <laughs> like yeah, today, or that chill gonna, day where you be You're like, going to choose today after I went hard, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, you had the beginning of the week to come, but you're going to choose on a Thursday. And we always have that one class not to say that it's chaotic, but it's the class that you really gotta have, you gotta have reserved energy for. And then they choose that class to come mm -hmm. into. And it's like, this observation is not justified for what you're going to put down on this, on this cheeks. So for the student, for them to give the students the surveys to say, do you feel safe? Um, do you feel like you learn in the classroom those questions because those i feel like the students are the ones who have the day-to-day -day information and knowledge about the teachers so their input should be the ones that really um should be the 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 what i want to say that should be the gem of how we are um observed or critiqued on because they know us they see us every day all day 
they're they're the ones who are going to tell you, yeah, I feel safe in his classroom, or you know, yeah, I learn in his classroom, or mm-hmm. you know, the other questions. So that's mm-hmm. how I feel. And then getting it, and they actually give you a um, scale number. So mm-hmm. for Georgia, we get twos, threes, ones, and Detroit, where I was teaching, it's you know. 79, 80, 81, 83, 88 to 100. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that number kind of goes, okay, I know I can improve on this. And I promise you all, data is not included. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Toby. Oh, Wilson, Mr. Wilson, talk to me. So... I've often referred to teaching as a customer service job. You have to know your customers. You have to know your clientele. You have to know the people in your classroom. So just to echo kind of what um, Tobert said, I do think if our main interaction is with the students, if our main goal is to teach the students, if our main goal is to elevate them, and do all of those things. Now, I'm not talking about student growth. I'm not talk- talking about how, how y'all gauge students based on tests or things like that. But from the time you entered on day one till the time that you leave, did you learn something about you know the content? Did you learn something about yourself? Did you learn something you know about your classmates? I think it's. Sh- I'm not going to say it should rely more on the students because I do think. You know, there's some things students can't answer, but if, like Toby said, if my main interaction with is with the students, then I think there should be a bigger part of them being included in the effectiveness of a teacher. Because admin who I see maybe, what, twice a day, once a month, walking through the halls, can't really accurately depict how effective I am in a classroom as compared to with therapists that see me eight hours a day so that's that's just my opinion on that thank you for sharing uh antoine talk to me um you know what how should teachers be measured i definitely think that we should take a student approach Mm -hmm. um but i think we should also start doing more peer-to-peer observations I think that your peers and your coworkers okay. on different okay. grade levels okay. as well should be a part of that process because uh, I think Mr. Tober said this, man, admin is not in the trenches with us. They don't see these children every day like we do. And that's not to discredit them because yeah. I know they take care of a lot of things yeah. that we don't yeah. see on the other end, you know, front office end. But as far as in the trenches, man, I would feel great yeah. if one of my coworkers could be, one of my T-Keys evaluators. Mm-hmm. I would feel better if, if another ELA teacher or another math teacher, you know, would come in my room and, and, and give me their honest feedback because at least I know they're coming from a place of relatability, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the change that I would like to see. Man, that's good. Um, I, I feel like you all looked at my notes, man. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'll jump in real quick uh, before I shoot it to you, Dunny. Um, I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking about this one long and hard, man. And, and okay. I, I said this right here, right? I said student survey should be twenty five percent. 
because we're in the trenches with the kids all day long, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay. And I think the other 75%, Mr. Uh, uh, Jeff and Donnie, don't get on me about this, but I think we should do a portfolio reflection each year. Um, teachers record oh, themselves <laughs> and they answer some portfolio. It's Ed TPA style, but not that strenuous and rigorous, oh. right? And okay. at the end of the year, the teachers okay. submit this okay. portfolio because they made that they they recorded themselves teaching and then they did a reflection on their teaching and then they submit it because mm-hmm. we need something to grade. We can't we can't allow this the the yeah you know it being biased by teachers by admin going into the classroom and measuring teachers that way. And we can't say that uh because it could be subjective, like like Donnie stated earlier. Um, and I really like Antoine's approach, allowing teachers to grade teachers. Um, that's truly important because yeah. teachers know what happens in the classroom. I mean, I can't if I because I remember a time where I had all DES students once upon a time, all behavior challenge students because I'm a black man. Right. Mm-hmm. So throw all the behavior challenge students in a black right. man class and then measure him, compare him to the gifted teacher. Who has kids who are able to sit down and do their mm. work often? Mm. So you're comparing me to somebody. You, you see what I'm saying? Who has yeah. better, well-behaved kids? That's that's not right. That's subjective again. That's bias. So I think teachers doing a portfolio and admin at the end of the year looking at their portfolio and actually have to go in and, and grade it, or having professionals come into the building and grade it, or a system in the district where people in a district grade it and not principals because it could be biased and subjective. Your principal can dislike you. And because they dislike you, you can get all twos or ones, right? Or your teacher keys cannot, you can't, you won't pass. So let other people or other schools look at your video. Now you have evidence. Now you can argue your case. Well, I did this. Look in the video. Timestamp. Yeah. I know them timestamps in the TPA. It's not act like we don't know. But um, yeah, that's my take on it, man. I just want to yeah. shoot it to you, Doug. Yeah, we we, we do. <laughs> uh, man, that was great. Um, I agree with with everyone's input. Um, I think the only thing that I would add personally, again, this is my opinion. Oh, I hope I don't catch too much backlash for this, but um, it's again, it's my opinion. I feel like if we should be effectively graded by principals, assistant principals who are supposed to be looked at as instructional leaders, not just building leaders. If they, if, if we are going to have a system where they are going to grade us, I think that it would be fair for them to engage in instruction, even if it's maybe once a quarter or once a year. I came from a school where, um, Back when I was a parapro, I was at a school where the assistant principal volunteered his time. It was, it was one lesson because he taught social studies before he was an administrator. And he would clear his schedule once a year where he would go to a fifth grade classroom and he would teach about the Cold War. He, he would pull up a chair, sit down with the kids. He'd tell the teacher to take five and he would teach about the Cold War. And I remember it's one of the most amazing things I had ever seen in my life um, being in education because it's allowing not only the students to see them in a different light, 
but allows the professionals, us as teachers, to see them in a different light as well. Some Sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it can feel a little daunting or feel a little discouraging when we have to be graded by people who are several years removed from the classroom when the last time you were in the classroom, the clientele was different. The years were different. Um, the amount of expectations that the students were expected, uh, hey, Donnie, we were expected from the students were different. And I'm going to stop you right there, brother. Anybody that's teaching post-pandemic, it's a whole different generation. Yes, sir. whole Agreed. different mind. Anybody oh, teaching post-pandemic, you have no bruh. reason. Oh, yeah. man. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My, the pandemic my changed the face of education. Yeah. My sentiments exactly. Right. And I'm going to end it at that. I can keep going, yeah. but I'm going to stop right there. My sentiments exactly. Pandemic my, changed the whole bruh. game. God, so my son. Good day to talk, oh, fellas. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, we got to wrap it up with that right there. We're going to have to do a whole show about post pandemic teaching because, boy, that just, I see everybody's faces. They hit a nerve. Hey, that's the next right one, man. There, that got to be the next one. Oh, education. Post pandemic world. teaching. Got to be. I'm going to write that up. I'm going to write that up. Bro, God, that's got to be the next one because that one right there, that right there, son. <laughs> this right here. Hey, man, good <laughs> stuff. Uh, Najee, man, appreciate you leading us in that day to dig, man. That, yeah, 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 man, yeah, man. Again, guys, make sure you follow us at Mr. TOTP on Twitter at Tales of the 2% on Instagram. Join the conversation in our Facebook group for Tales of the 2% podcast. If you want to be a part of the conversation, leave us a teacher's honest confessions. Email the show at Tales uh, TOTP podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voice at 470 765 8668. Eight man, um, got a quick SEL moment, man, because I can't leave without I, we can't end the show without giving you guys a little something to think about. So let's just go ahead and get the music going real quick. So listen, man, um, I've had a lot to think about over Thanksgiving break. I had a lot to think about heading into Thanksgiving break, man, and even more so, um, you know, I ain't, I ain't tell these guys just yet, man. It was on Donnie, you know, man, but your boy will be celebrating his 36th birthday tomorrow. So I've got a lot to be thinking about. And with this topic today, man, it, the word effectiveness, it, 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 it kind of stuck in my heart for a little bit. And to be effective means if you break it down, really means to be efficient, and the question is, are you being efficient with the time that you've been given? Are you being efficient with the gifts that you've been given? Are you being efficient taking care of the people around you? Are you being efficient with the dream that God has given you? Are you being efficient with your expectation and reaching towards your goals? And if you know that you're striving, if you know that you're putting your all every day that you wake up you're doing your best to make the best of it don't you let a score don't you let a failure don't you let a trouble or storm tell you anything different be mindful of this if he brought you to it he'll bring you through it be mindful of this you have the capabilities to handle more than you know of 
you just have to be efficient and i think that's the biggest thing heading into this this next year of my life with so many other different things is we have to learn how to be efficient as black men as teachers as people and we ain't got time to waste man i remember talking to somebody not too long ago and they they realized they said they've realized they got more years behind them than they have in front of them and their goal is to be as efficient as possible you head into that classroom tomorrow you see them kids coming back from thanksgiving break they're gonna be a hundred percent 120 be efficient don't waste time don't let them stress you out do what you got to do and then move on man that is the true mark of effectiveness not so much did you meet all the standards not so much did you hit everything but with the time that you've been given and did you make the most of it and i think that's really the biggest mark of success being efficient with your time being efficient with your talents being efficient with your gifts man that is how you really determine success because can't nobody tell you success can't nobody define or determine your own success but you so that's my sel moment for the day man be efficient as possible heading into the holiday season headed into the rest of the school year just be efficient and then you will really see your effectiveness taking place man that's that's it man i could talk about this all day man fellas y'all give us y'all shout outs before we get out of here man uh donnie what's up man give me some shout outs oh man uh shout out to the family uh thank you all so much for uh just the fellowship and all the love that we experienced in the williams household throughout this uh holiday season uh shout out to my big homie jeff whose birthday is approaching shout out to my niece whose birthday is today so y'all celebrate man y'all live it up these november birthdays Hey, this is Mr. Too Cool for School, right, Mr. Antoine, Lewis. Give us some shout-outs, bro. Hey, uh, real quick, man. I want to send a shout-out to my boy, Donnie, man. Uh, man, me and that brother, you know, we, we we get busy in that gym together, man. And the dialogue and fellowship that we've shared over the years, man. He don't even know uh, how much I appreciate the brotherhood that we've uh, fostered, man. So I want to send love, respect to him. He's greater than he'll ever know. He's real modest, so he won't tell you that, but I'll brag on you, bro. You, you, you the man. Keep doing your thing, bro. I, I I love you. I respect you. Much love. That's my dude right there, boy. Yes, sir. E, man, give me some shout-outs, bro. I want to give a shout-out to all the teachers going back to school tomorrow. Just know that you have three weeks, three more Mondays. Three more Mondays, and we had a Christmas break. So this too shall pass. Yeah. Go to school tomorrow throwing gang oh. sign. We got three oh. left. Oh, oh, preach, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, left. my birthday is oh, a bro, week preach, from preach, Monday. Preach. So, I'll, so uh, Jeff, we're a year and a week apart, Come man. on, man. December 5th. Okay, let's get it. A year and a week apart, bro. How about that? Hey, Tobert, man, first and foremost, bro, appreciate you hanging out with us on, on, on your break, bro. Appreciate you tapping in, son. I told you, uh, we've been trying to get you on the show for a minute, man. I appreciate you hanging out, bro. So give us your shout-outs. Uh, first and foremost, shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who continuously keep me sane, man, because y'all know these kids, you be... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Some days. Um, but I want to shout-out... Um, my team uh i god has always placed me on an amazing 
team. So shout out to MD Roberts' entire sixth grade team. I know for a fact I can step out and go handle my business and my classroom is functioning. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to y'all for inviting me um, to the show. Had a great time. Um, you have been telling me about it for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> time constraints, things happen, but I'm, I'm grateful to be here and have an engage in this conversation with you all and i mean i i know dunny i know e i know you and uh nice to meet uh mr too cool up there <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah don't worry don't worry man uh, josh gonna be back again ladies and gents don't worry we that's it up. man let me get away welcome just to like the family that. brother um first and foremost man i gotta give a shot I gotta give us, yeah. He, oh yeah, he, yeah, he, he stuck. He stuck. Now you know how everybody got that favorite play cousin that come over the house, and don't leave. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Hey, man. That's what's up. But I gotta give my shout out. I gotta give my shout outs real quick, man. First and foremost, thank you, Tober, for tapping in, bro, hanging out with us today. Shout out to everybody who's listening, fellas. Would you believe this is episode twenty? Episode twenty, man. We've been at this for a minute, bro. This is episode Jeez. 20, man. So thank you. Blessings. Thank you to every yeah, thank you to everybody who has made it possible for us to be on air this long. Thank you, Crooks Media Group. Thank you to all our sponsors, man. Thank you to everybody who's hit me. He's like, hey, yo, y'all need to talk about this. Y'all need to talk about this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys, because there is no us without you. I gotta thank my wife and my son for allowing me the space to use this platform and to get this platform out there to you people man guys y'all love y'all and teddy when you get old enough to understand what daddy's doing i'm definitely gonna play these episodes for you so you can learn something about teaching you learn something about education and more importantly you can learn what it is to hopefully be a positive and a productive black man throughout your life man um shout out to all the teachers like you said tapping back in for work tomorrow man um listen to me knuckle down like you said this too shall pass three more mondays man three more mondays and then you get your christmas break um do i got any more shout outs nah that's it man that's it for me man we got a ticket out the door e, i know you last time you had a poem you wanted to get out bro you you you, you got it we good all right anybody need a final word we good we good we good hey man so look ain't nothing left to it but to do it so on behalf of the one and only mr too cool for school on on behalf of my boy Najee Ab, on behalf of America's favorite science teacher Donnie, and everybody's favorite play cousin, Mr. Joshua Tobert. Guys, we are the Tales of the Two Percent, and we out. Y'all enjoy, man. Later. <laughs>